Hey, it's Luke. I'm just another angsty teen. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Weird start. Weird different start to the podcast today. Um, hey, what's up, you guys? That's all I got. That's the only way that I know how to start this podcast. I've thought long and hard about other ways to start the podcast, and none of them just none of them feel right okay none of them feel um authentic true to me uh raw which you guys know i'm always trying to be um no but seriously welcome to the podcast i'm happy you're here i'm excited to be sitting down and recording an episode i have not i have not done this and i feel like it's been a little bit but i think it's only been like a week it's only been a week-ish, um, but it's been a long week, and so that's probably why I feel I feel a breath of fresh air as I am recording this podcast. I think it's been less than a week, but it feels like it was months ago. Um, but yeah, I'm happy to be back, happy to be recording the pod. Um, I'm happy to be here with you in both audio version on whatever, you know, app, podcasting app you're listening to this on, um, or video version, which is now something we have. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, I don't have a custom URL yet because I don't have a hundred subscribers on the podcast channel. Um, so go subscribe so that I can start saying youtube.com slash angsty teen. Anyway, yes, what's up? What's going on? Um, if this is your first time to the podcast, welcome. My name's Luke. If you know me, sick, what's up? If you don't know me, also sick, what's up? How are you? I hope you're enjoying yourself so far. I hope you've enjoyed this, um, you know, unnecessarily long intro. It's kind of a it's kind of a running motif in the podcast. Uh, I don't know how to do an intro, so I just ramble and talk until we get to a place where we're ready to get started. <laughs> um, but yeah, if this is your first time here, this is another angsty teen podcast because I am just another angsty teen who has way too many dramatic hormonal thoughts um, that I like to share with the internet. Uh, I, I like ruining my life by putting it all out on the internet okay that's one of my (laughs) favorite pastimes um no but seriously i have started to hear from people in my real life uh not that you guys aren't my real life but people in my real life who have been saying like they listen to an episode of the podcast and that freaks me out a lot (laughs) it scares me (laughs) because I share way too openly on here, <laughs> and I'm not even that vulnerable with, like, the people that I am closest to. That's not even a lie. That's not even me trying to, like, get you to listen to the podcast because it's, like, I'm so vulnerable. I think I legitimately am, like, most open with the podcast um, than I am with most, if not all of my friends. <laughs> uh, well, I, that's not true. There's a couple things I keep on the DL, a couple things I keep secret. But if you were here two weeks ago, you heard my first kiss story, which is probably one of the most embarrassing things I can talk about, about my life. Um, anyway, 
We're jeez. Four minutes in, we're still in the intro. It's okay. <sighs> Take a breath. We're okay. I'm very excited for today's episode. I think it's gonna be fun. It could be a disaster, but a fun disaster, you know. Um, but yeah. So if again for the third time, <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the podcast, basic rundown, quick, quick little agenda for you. Um, right now we're in the intro which we've already discussed. And then after this, we're going to go into the word of the pod, which is a word that I am into recently, or it's just a word I found on thesaurus.com that I want to share with you that I think is fun. Uh, and then after that, we go into Luke's life update, uh, which is where I talk about myself, which is pretty much the whole podcast but I like to have a designated section where I can just talk about how I'm doing because it is extremely therapeutic for me and I don't care what you have to say. That was my chair creaking. I'm going to I'm going to lock it in so it doesn't do too much of that. Um and then after that we go into the topic. Today's topic is a little bit different. We're going to be trying something different. Uh we're going to be uh, well I Well, that's awkward. It's not we. I am going to be taking uh, the Myers-Briggs Tersnap. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was trying to say those words too fast. The Myers-Briggs personality test. I need to go to like speech therapy or something. This is becoming an issue. Um... But yeah, we're going to be taking a personality quiz, which is not anything we've ever ever done before, but I am excited to do it because I think it could be fun. Again, it could be a disaster, but a fun disaster. <laughs> um, but first, the word of the pod. Today's word is fun. It's one that I've been thinking about recently a good amount, and it's not just like pulled off of thesaurus.com. It's not yanked out of nowhere um it is a word that i want to start saying more okay i want to start using it correctly because i've definitely used it incorrectly in like (laughs) essays for classes and whatnot but the word is drum roll moot bang Kapow. I looked up the definition of this word earlier, and I don't remember exactly what it is, so I'm not going to pretend like I know what it is, but the word is moot, which in general is fun to say. To say, like, moot. I don't know. It's got a snappiness to it. Uh, um, that was my hoverboard that just dinged off, if you heard that. You probably didn't, but yeah, my hoverboard just turned off. Anyway, um... The word is moot, which is just a fun word to say, first of all. Secondly, I like the way that it is used in context. It's like, it's like after you, you're, you know, you're in an argument, maybe you're a lawyer on a crime TV show, and then you have your closing arguments and you're like, well, you're on if you look into evidence and, and then eventually he points to the like defense attorney and he's like, your argument is moot. <laughs> Um, I don't know if that's the correct use of the word, but I still think it's fun. (laughs) It may be a disaster, but say it with me. It's a fun disaster. Um, yeah, I think it's fun to say like your, your claims in this situation are moot. 
I don't know. I think it takes the power away from whoever you're having an argument with. Anywho, or any moot. Did that work? Did that work? Let me know in the comments down below. <laughs> I don't think it worked. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into Luke's life update. The first thing I think we should address, if you're watching the video version, um, and if you're listening, because I, I don't know, I can describe a strong image for you, is my hair. My hair is really weird right now. I'm really confused about it. It's, like, oddly straight, but also fluffy. Um, and it's still got frosted tips, but they're, like, I don't know, becoming more subtle, but still very, you know, blonde, because they're bleached. Um, and it's very confusing. It's, it's, uh, it's confusing my brain, okay? I don't know how to feel about it. I think I'm going to cut them off soon. <laughs> I think I'm over it. I think they they ran their course. It was fun. I really enjoyed the frosted tips. I thought it worked for a lot of things. But um, I'm ready to mature <laughs> beyond the frosted tips. And in fact, for now, I think I'm going to put a beanie on. Let me see. I... I had a red beanie like four seconds ago that I was gonna put on. Let's see. Do 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 do. This is Luke's waiting song because he left the microphone. That is embarrassing. I just I just stood up looking around my room to find my beanie. Turns out it was under my bum all along. <laughs> I was sitting on my red beanie. How embarrassing for me. This whole this whole operation is moot. <laughs> um anyway, beyond my hair, what is what's going on in Luke's life? Thank you for asking. I've been weird lately. And not just like weird, like 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 a, you know, quirky. Cuz I've always been that way. No, but I've been weird feeling, I've been, um, kind of anxious out of nowhere. I talked, I had an appointment with Dr. Pam yesterday, so I feel like my thoughts are pretty concise on how I've been feeling because I had an hour to kind of <laughs> scroll through them with her, but I've been feeling, uh, not good recently, okay? And I know that's annoying because, like, we, together as the podcast, have kind of gone through uh, a character arc, a character development, where, like, Luke was really not okay towards the end of 2020, but then I, I think I have gotten a lot better mentally, I've gotten a lot healthier mentally, uh, if you will, but uh, I hate to break it to you, this past, like, week, week and a half, I've been really more anxious for like no reason there's been no event that's happened no thing that i've you know that i've been faced with that's out of the ordinary like of course i've had i've been really busy and i've had lots 
to kind of focus on and problems here and there, but I've also been managing all of those problems really well. Like I, I have a lot of strategies for how to kind of manage stress, how to go about, you know, for I'm a, I'm a yearbook editor. And so I've learned how to do the administrative tasks and delegate kind of responsibilities so it's not on me and the other editors. Um, and I've really, really learned a lot about how to cope and how to properly kind of deal with these day-to-day -day issues, I guess. Um, and so I've been like really good about that. And that's what's been so frustrating about still feeling bad like I, I I feel like last year I had a lot of reasoning behind why I was feeling the way I was feeling and why I fell into you know such a pit of despair um, and since then as as discussed throughout this podcast I've gotten a lot better uh, kind of through therapy which is something I want to talk about on a future episode but we'll get there um, and through I don't know, almost willpowering my way or like working really hard on myself and on my habits to kind of improve um, my quality, quality of life in order to be in a more mentally healthy space and like function better as a human. Um, I, was, I was really, really not functioning super well last year and I have worked hard to be in a better place and I think all of that work is what is making this pervasive anxiety so much more frustrating like I said um, because it makes me feel like like well then what was all that work for <laughs> it, it's like I feel like I've really learned how to manage all these things and I've figured out all these issues and I've um, you know mended relationships and things and you know, on one hand, potentially there is some deep issue that's going on that's making all of this happen. Um, but also in my brain, it's like there's always like a deep issue or there's always something that can be made a problem or like, you know, there's always something. But I, I know that I worked hard to be able to manage those things. And for a period of time, I was doing really well. And I was very productive and, like, happy about being productive and sleeping well. And, you know, like, when I would go to bed at night, I wouldn't have, you know, such terrible thoughts about my life. Um, but it's true. Like, there was a period of time where I could do that. Uh, and now I'm, like, I don't know, falling again or, like, going back into a valley. Um and that's really scary because I have very bad memories of being in a valley. Uh, and so, I don't know. That's what's been going on. I think, I think I am, I think on the face, I am still pretty functional, which is good. Um, like, you know, I'm getting all of my stuff done that I need to get done. I'm working 15 ish plus hours a week. Uh, I'm doing all my yearbook responsibilities and like, even more, like, I, for yearbook, which is a whole huge thing for me, um, I've been really on top of yearbook, and, like, texting the people, and trying to, I don't know, help as much as I can, um, and so I've been, like, really functional in that sense, but this 
per, again, pervasive anxiety has rekindled its own its own fire and speak of all these speech issue things that you may have been noticing this episode um that's one symptom that i've noticed recently and you know if you listen to the podcast regularly i mess up my words a lot because i get too excited when i'm talking but normally I don't know. Normally, it's like I'll be talking really fast, and then I'll and then I'll just like back up and figure it out. But recently, I've been having this really weird thing where like I've been really struggling a lot with my words, or this thing where like I will do a double take of a word or two words or three words. There'll be like a phrase, and I'll say it once, and then immediately say it again. So I'll be like well, that works, that works, and, and like, I, I followed up very quickly, um, and say it twice, and it's like, I, I glitch almost, and I hate it, I talked to Dr. Pam about this, I hate it, because it doesn't feel like me, I consider myself an articulate person, once a week, I record a podcast episode where I talk to myself for an hour, and so, being bad at talking, and having these struggles with my speech has been something, you know, that I don't like in myself. And uh, I have no problems with someone else who has trouble speaking or anything or speaking publicly or whatever it is. But I think my real issue is that that is something that's important to my identity. And it's something that I've never struggled with. So when I see myself doing it, it feels so wrong. <laughs> and I don't know why this is such such a big deal to me. Um, because it has been this past week, like it's been really irritating for myself, I guess is the best way to describe it. Um, but that I, I talked to Dr. Pam, and she said, that's probably just a symptom of anxiety, uh, and so I don't know, it's also, you know, frustrating because I haven't gotten a diagnosis for anything, like an anxiety disorder, and I don't know why, um, well, Dr. Pam, I don't know if you're listening to this, but hey, if you are, I don't know why we haven't gone in the direction of figuring that out, because it's been super disheartening for, for me to feel like all my issues are, are just like me not being good enough at figuring out my own problems, or like all of my internal issues are just, you know, because of bad things that are happening around me. I don't know why... This is so weird. I don't know how to talk about this. And this could be a whole episode. And I know that this Luke's Life update has been really long. But I really... Um, gosh. I, don't, I didn't think I would talk about this. But I have a desire for some sort of diagnosis or some sort of um, straightforward answer to why I struggle so much. Like why... I uh, struggle with like depersonalization or why I struggle with thoughts about myself or why, you know, even when things are going good, I get an extreme paranoia that 
things are going to go really bad or why when I, I talk to Dr. Pam a lot about this a lot, but when I hear a loud noise, I instantly assume my parents are dead, which is dark and I'm aware and I don't want to make this episode dark because I want this ep- episode to be fun once we get to the topic. But there's all these things about me and all these things that my brain does. And all this work I've done to almost fight my own brain or, um, you know, I've gotten to a really good place. And it still feels like I have this internal thing inside of me inside my brain that's like working against me or trying to like mess something up or sabotage everything that's going well um and so i i don't know i don't know if that's the reason is just because i'm gen z and there's so much talk about anxiety depression and i i think those terms are extremely overused and i was really hesitant to use them until i talked to um a professional um, but I have not gotten an official diagnosis and I don't know if it's my responsibility to initiate that. And it almost seems like she, uh, is like worried about me thinking I might have one. And so I guess it's, uh, I know the responsibility falls on me to be like, Hey, can we do this or whatever? I don't know how it works. Um, but yeah, that's me being completely frank and being completely honest Um, I, yeah, (laughs) I do have a desire to have a diagnosis of, or, or at least confirmation that no, Luke, like this is all just how it is. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like and we're going to see, and maybe, maybe we'll find out on next episode of another angsty teen. Uh, but anyway. So that's how my life's been going. No, honestly, I've been doing I've been doing really well. Like uh like I said, yearbook is going very well. I've been very busy with work. Um I've been super busy, but also like I have 3 days a week that I'm pretty good to chill. Um but yeah, I will say in complete transparency, uh yeah, I have been struggling more than I was and that's just how it is, I guess. I I am extremely self-analytical and self-aware and introspective, and so normally I can trace back what's going on or, I don't know, why I am feeling the way I'm feeling or why I'm doing what I'm doing. But frankly, I've just been, like, down. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It It feels very separate from myself, I, uh, I still struggle a lot with, like, again, depersonalization, I believe is the correct term, again, I talked to Dr. Pam about it, I, I do think it's important to not throw these terms around, I actually know a while ago that I talked about, uh, my experiences with that, and I wasn't exactly sure what it was, um, but yeah, I can now, kind of define it as depersonalization and so it's this whole thing where like I go into an almost dream state or like a separation from myself I feel very disconnected from myself I the way it works for me is like I often really strongly think I'm an actor playing myself where like I you know I'm just a method actor who's just um, taking in all these motivations and experiences that this character of Luke has, and I'm just taking them on, 
um, as an actor and playing them as authentically as I can. And like, I don't know, it'll happen even sometimes when I look in the mirror, when I look in the camera, and even right now, just a little bit, because when I talk about it, it happens more. Um, so I'm not going to look at the, the viewfinder just for a bit, but, um, anyway, yeah. So this thing will happen where I just don't feel connected to myself. I don't feel like all of the experience I've had are actually things that I've experienced or like, I don't feel real or something. I don't know. Anyway, that's my experience with depersonalization. Maybe we'll do a whole episode on it. Um, And yeah, I have a whole lot more to talk about with that because that depersonalization also connects to a recent thing that's been happening with dreams where I'll have like horrific traumatizing dreams, but not in like a scary, gruesome, you know, oogly woogly (laughs) spooky way. But the dreams are just like, you know, human, real human traumatic events and they'll happen in the dream but then I won't be able to like get over them, you know, the next day or for a week or something like it'll really resonate. And like, I'll have this achiness. And that's where like a lot of this bad feeling has been coming from. I'll have like an achiness from my dreams, which is so bizarre and sounds so ridiculous. But the reason I think that is, is because when I'm dreaming and when I can remember a dream vividly, it feels very similar to when I feel separate from myself or when I feel like an actor playing myself. And so I think my brain has just struggled to make the connection that like certain things are real and certain things aren't. And I don't want to get into it because I do think we can do a whole episode on this. Um, but in conclusion, Luke's life recently has been interesting so much to talk about with like just internal conflicts without even talking about stuff going on in my life but honestly everything's been pretty uneventful besides the whole hair thing i think i'm gonna get a haircut in march because i got one in december so i'm like three months that seems reasonable anywho let us call us a part of a turkey sandwich because let us get into the topic of the day Okay, I don't know how this is going to work. I really want to take the personality test live, um, but I also know that clicking... Here, camera people, I'm going to move you a little bit. I know that the clicking could get really annoying, but frankly, I don't care (laughs) because I want to do this with you guys, with the fam, with the pod, with the pod pod, (laughs) the pod pod. Um, and so this is the 16 personalities website. It's the Meyer Briggs test. Um, I've done this. I, I did this like years ago and then I recently took it again for my AP psych course. And then I am taking it again with you right now. I think I know exactly what I'm going to come out to be, but I thought it'd be fun to go through and, you know, talk about these questions, talk about answers. And then after we can look at the strengths and weaknesses of my personality type, which I think is very fun. Um, And yeah, I'm excited for this. I hope you're excited because I think this is a fun podcast idea. And there's so many other personality tests, tests, uh, that we can do, 
for example, the Enneagram test, which is one that I love. So maybe we'll do that in a future episode if you like this. But for now, let's get started. Let's get started with the gist. Okay. So the first question is, you regularly make new friends. Now, I'm going to have to go with agree to this one, not even because I think I'm the most, like, sociable, outgoing person, but I do think I go through, like, friends or friend groups. I feel like every year of high school, I had a different friend group, um, and that's just how it's been. I don't know why. (laughs) I am, like, way too good at just cutting people off, and it's a real issue that I'm working on, um... But anyway, moving on, you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest. I'm also going to go with agree to this because that's just like what my YouTube history is. Um, I get really into weird rabbit holes, which I think everyone does. But I know recently I watched a video called The History of Cursive Singing. And that was very enjoyable. 10 out of 10 recommend. (laughs) Uh, seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. This is another new development that I haven't shared with the podcast. Um, so I always have struggled with crying. I just didn't know how to do it. Even though I really wanted to, I didn't know how. But recently I've been like able to like tear up at like sad content that I intake. Um, and like I've been feeling on the verge kind of of tears a lot, which is a step, you know, a step forward from where I was to where, like, I couldn't cry. Um, But I've, I think I can definitely, I've gotten better at crying, but seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. No. (laughs) Nope. You often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Mm, No. Um, you usually stay calm, even under a lot of pressure. Uh, okay, I think I can appear calm under pressure. Like, I think I can kind of keep my cool, but I think I still, on the inside, am freaking out. Usually stay calm. I'll go with slightly agree. I don't know. At social events, you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you already know. I like to meet new people. I actually really do. (laughs) I think it's way less pressure than talking to like people that you're close with or whatever, because I don't know, they have an expectation of you and you also have to preserve, you know, a certain level of, uh, I don't know. You have to preserve an image that they may have of you or that you want them to have of you. Whereas with a new person, it's like, clean slate, easy peasy. That's why I like people out, you know, out in the public, uh, which is why COVID has been sad because, you know, I'm not allowed to talk to people in public anymore, which is fine. I've come to terms with it because now I just talk to people through a podcast. (laughs) Uh, you prefer to completely finish one project before starting another. Mm -mm. Nope. I I think I have two or three YouTube videos that are like halfway done right now and I and then the last YouTube video I made I had like three videos that were works in progress 
and then I started that YouTube video and then I fully finished that one and I still have those other videos to work on but whatever you are very sentimental I would say yes I am very sentimental I think I am I have a lot of feelings all of the time <laughs> I think I'm extremely emotional and that also ties over into every other aspect of my life you like to use organizing tools like schedules and lists holy moly yes large large yes I want to do a whole episode on to-do lists because they saved my life and I've been scheduling myself way more lately I love it I'm not even like a type A person it just makes me feel powerful and important when I'm like using my you know Apple calendar thing and then someone asks me if I want to hang out and I'm like mm, let me check my calendar um, so, yeah, I do. <laughs> Even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. Hmm, sometimes, but not all the time. Depends on the thing. I'm gonna say slightly disagree, because I don't know if I resonate with that. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. I would say it depends on the day. It really, really does. Like, sometimes I am super down and sometimes I am super not. Um, but I think I think I have the ability to do the, like, five-second confidence where I can just, like, spark, spark some confidence in myself just enough to, like, kind of move my body towards talking to someone. Anyway... You are too you are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analysis of creative works. No, I am very interested in that. Thank you very much, Meyer Briggs. You're more inclined to follow your head than your heart. I would say I'm a pretty heart-driven person. I do I think I do follow my heart. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um you usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine. I mean, I think routine is really good and really important to be like mentally healthy, but I also like having the power to do whatever I want at any time. I don't like when someone else tells me what I have to do. I hate being told what to do, but I'm fine if I give myself a schedule because then I can always warp it and change it and, and you know, uh, whim, no, bend at my whim, no, bend at my whim, no, I don't know. You usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment. I mean, slightly agree, I guess. You rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on people you meet. I do think about that sometimes, depending on the person. These are all, like, depending, I think. You enjoy participating in group activities. Yeah, I like, yeah, I just like talking. I just like talking. That's just the truth. I don't even, I don't even really need another person. Um, I just enjoy talking. It's such an issue because I talk so much in every situation that I'm put in. And no one cares. <laughs> I'll be put into a breakout room for a class. And I'll start talking. And everyone's like, okay, can you just turn your camera and your microphone off? And we can all just get this done. And then I'm like, how's your day going? <laughs> anyway, you like books and movies that make you come up with your own interpretation of the ending. Mm, 
I'll go with kind of agree. Your happiness comes more from helping others accomplish things than your own accomplishments. I care. Okay. I think it used to be like I cared more about other people's accomplishments than my own. But now I am way more driven by my own accomplishments. But I also do like helping people achieve their goals. I like I like when someone's passionate about something and I feel like I can adapt to that passion. Like when someone has a passion, I think I have a really good ability um, to be able to bounce that back almost uh, or like share, have a passionate conversation about it. Like I think I can just almost get them excited get them doubly excited about their own thing. So I'll go with slightly agree, actually, which is a change from the slightly disagree that I initially wrote. You are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. No, I feel like I'm pretty clear now. I mean, I I am interested in... I'm going to go with a, a good neutral... I don't know. Okay. You are prone to worrying that things will take a turn for the worst. Yup, that is one of my biggest struggles. <laughs> and why, honestly, I think I'm struggling right now. Um, I, yeah, I do have a perpetual fear that, like, everything will go wrong because things are going right. Like, if things are going right, then that means they can only take a turn for the worst. Um, you avoid leadership roles in group settings. Strongly disagree. I really like being a leader. You know, I've got a big ego, okay? I've got a power-hungry nature about me. I like power. You are definitely not an artistic type of person. Strongly disagree. I think I'm super artistically driven, even if it's not, like, drawing. But I also draw constantly. Um, not, like, well, but I do. So, I would say, I am an artistic type of person. Uh, You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on feelings. Oh, this sounds like a politically (laughs) charged question. I mean, yes, I I think rationality and feelings can work together. I don't think they're mutually exclusive, so I do kind of have issue with this question. Um, I think you can be a rational person who has lots of deep feelings um, as long as you come to rational solutions. Uh, I think maybe this question would be better if it was like unless on impulsiveness, I guess, because I don't think feelings and rationality are like opposites on a spectrum. So I disagree with that question. (laughs) Where's the button to disagree with the question? I'm going to go with neither. You prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. I think of my brain I do. So I like to, I like my, well, this is tricky. You prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. I guess slightly agree. I don't know. Too hard. We need to go faster. Let's go faster. You enjoy watching people argue. Ooh, slightly agree. (laughs) You tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. Strongly disagree. (laughs) Your mood can change very quickly. Agree. Strongly agree. (laughs) You lose patience with people who are not as efficient as you. I would say middle disagree. Or no, I would say middle agree. Because I do lose patience with people who, not efficient, but like, I don't know. 
hardworking. But I'm not... That sounds douchey. I'm not trying to be douchey. I just don't like it when people don't care. Or, like, when they excessively don't care and they're just like... That doesn't interest me. That's stupid. Um, Anyway. You often end up doing things at the last possible moment. Yeah, I have a huge, enormous assignment due tomorrow. But I really don't care. I would rather do this podcast and I would rather, you know, eat my Trader Joe's pad thai. Um, anyway, you have always been fascinated by the question of what, if anything, happens after death. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Go listen to the religion episode. I want to do a religion episode part two because I have even more thoughts. Anyway, you usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. Mm, I would say slightly disagree. I don't mind being on my own. Well, I'll go middle, because I like both. You become bored or lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical. Strongly disagree. You find it easy to empathize with a person whose experiences are very different from yours. I would say strongly agree. I think I'm just very feelings. I think I feel quite deeply, and so I think that makes it more accessible for me to empathize with someone. You usually postpone finalizing decisions for as long as possible. Mm, strongly disagree. I don't see myself as doing that. You rarely second-guess the choices that you've made. <sighs> I'll go slightly agree, honestly. After a long and exhausting week, a lively social event is just what you need. It depends, so I'll go middle, because it depends. You enjoy going to art museums. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I can. I'll go slightly agree. You often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. Disagree strongly. You like to have a to-do list for each day. I, If you're watching the video version, you can literally see my to-do list behind me. It is right there on my mirror. Those are all the things that I had to do today. So I am huge on to-do lists. You rarely feel insecure. Strongly disagree. We have an episode coming about that soon. Okay. You avoid making phone calls. Uh, I would say agree. (laughs) You often spend a lot of time trying to understand views that are very different from your own. I would say strongly agree. I really enjoy, um, well, enjoy is a strong word. I potentially have a self-destructive habit of looking at political (laughs) ideology on youtube and today facebook (laughs) that are very different from my own um that's all i'll say i went on facebook for the first time in probably five years today that's not true maybe like a year and i kind of regret it it i don't know all i'll say is i did feel bad okay anyway (laughs) Maybe in, maybe for another episode. In your social circle, you're often the one who contacts your friends and initiates activities. Strongly agree? Well, yeah, when I care. If your plans are interrupted, your top priority is to get back on track as soon as possible. I say agree. I like getting things done, I guess. You're still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago. <sighs> slightly agree i don't think i'm the most regretful person so i don't i i think you know i have struggles but i would not say regret is a huge is a huge one for me honestly 
You rarely contemplate the reasons for human existence or the meaning of life. Strongly disagree. On the reg. Dude, that's kind of... <laughs> it's kind of like... It's on the to-do list. Um, you, your emotions control you more than you control them. Uh, I mean, I don't control my emotions. I disagree with this question again. These questions... I don't know. They have holes. Your emotions control you more than you control them. I don't know. That's like a psychology question. That's like a that's like a big division in psychology. Whether we choose our feelings or our cho- feelings choose us. I didn't choose the thug life. The thug life chose me, dude. Okay. Neither. I don't like the question. Uh, you take great care not to make people look bad even when it is completely their fault i say regular agree i don't like when people look bad i hate it i hate when people get mad at other people and i'm there and so then i just jump in and i'm like well actually it was my fault so this so (laughs) okay your personal work style is closer to spontaneous bursts of energy rather than organized and consistent efforts i would say strongly agree i am super That was like a bursting noise. You know, like my energy comes in waves. It comes and goes in waves. It always does. Okay. When someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it will take them to feel disappointed in you. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That is heavy. Strongly agree. (laughs) Uh, you believe that pondering abstract philosophical questions is a waste of time. Strongly disagree. I love, I love philosophical questions. You would love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Mm, strongly disagree. That sounds not fun. You feel more drawn to places with busy, bustling atmospheres than quiet, intimate places. I would say regular agree because I can like a, I can like a you know quiet place. I don't know movie reference okay you know at first glance how someone is feeling yes or i think i do i have a tendency where like i'll strongly think someone's feeling a certain way and i'm wrong but it's okay (laughs) you often feel overwhelmed overwhelmed overworked overpaid anyway that was a gabby hannah reference deep cut anyway you often feel overwhelmed um yeah agree you complete things methodically without skipping over any steps Mm, disagree (laughs) you're very intrigued by things labeled as controversial strongly agree you would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed it more uh slightly disagree i guess you struggle with deadlines slightly disagree you feel confident that things will work out for you strongly disagree frankly that is how i feel i do not feel things will work out for me. anyway let's see our results they could be different because i oh my gosh my results are different than normal uh-oh okay so I got ENFJ, the protagonist, and uh, this is not right. Okay, wait, let's just see real quick. Um, 
So a protagonist is a person with the extroverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging personality traits. These warm, forthright types love helping others, and they tend to have strong ideas and values. They back their perspective with the creative energy to achieve their goals. No. Okay. This is embarrassing because I know we just answered all those questions, but I know that this is wrong. Okay? Because I've taken the test like four other times, and every other time I get the ENFP campaigner personality type. Okay? So let's go check out the ENFP personality type because that is me. That is who I am. <sighs> Doopy doop. Hey guys. So actually, this podcast ended up being really long because once I got to the ENFP personality type, I spent a long time looking at the strengths and weaknesses of my personality type, and I think it's super interesting, and I want to share it with you, but it would just be too long. So you're going to have to wait until next week. That's right. I'm leaving you on a cliffhanger, but it's going to be super fun. I already recorded next week's episode. Um... And yeah, I'm excited. I hope you're excited too, but I hope you enjoyed this episode. This is part one, I guess. Um, I hope you liked it, and then I can't wait to see you next week to, to dive deep into my campaigner personality type. Okay, I will see you next week. I love you, and I love you.